to Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and this podcast is based on a passage that comes from Psalm 127, which says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. Come join me as I look at current events and life situations and put the tagline, Unless the Lord, in front of them and see how we can change our lives together. Join me on this journey as we get started right away. Hello, and welcome to Unless the Lord, a podcast by me, Alan Getty. I am so glad to uh, get to do this this week. Um, It has been a crazy last week. Um, On Friday, um, I had to sing at a funeral, which just sort of, it just sort of puts you at a, at a, uh, you know, you just kind of have to do different things. And I forgot to do the podcast. So again, missing a week, I am sorry. I don't like to miss weeks, um, but I tend to do it. So back on track, hopefully I will get this done and then I will do podcasts next week and then keep at it every week. Guys, I am so excited that you're with me today. Um, You can check out my podcast and subscribe if you would at uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, and also you can subscribe on Spotify and other places like that. So check it out, uh, subscribe, like, let me know that you listened, send me a message. Uh, I'm going to give you my email address. It's Alan Getty, so A-L-A-N-G-E-D-D-E at gmail.com. And uh, you can also send me a message on Facebook. You can find me, Alan Getty, at Facebook. Or I just started a new Facebook page, Unless the Lord uh, Facebook page. So I think I've talked to you guys about why I do the the, the podcast um, is because uh, I did Psalm 127. I wrote a book about it. The book is coming out soon. I would love to give you more info about that. So um, again, just check out my Facebook page. Uh, unless the Lord or Alan Getty or both. And uh, I'll give you some updates on when the book is coming out there um, as soon as I get more info on that. But it should be very, very soon. Today, I have been thinking about something that really requires me in particular to really um, give to the Lord. And, you know, one of the things that um, if you look at Psalm 127 and Psalm 127 um, has has very few verses, but um, it says some things that I think are important for us to kind of think about. One of the last things it says is um, it says this, and I'll just kind of go through it real quick, but it says, blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Before that, it says, like arrows in the hands of warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame 
um, they will contend with their opponents in court. Now, my assumption with that, as I looked at that and I, and I read that was, um, that when your kids get older, your children get older and they become adult children, um, there is an aspect of their lives that reflects on you, but even more than that, that they will battle the same battles you battle. In other words, you know, I can look at all of my children that are adults now. I have three of them that are adults, one still in college, one is just turned 28 this week, the other one is 24. 26, 24, 26, 24. I can't remember. I can't remember how old Mary Ruth is. Anyway, <laughs> it's terrible. I know when she was born, 1997. So 25, 24, 25, 25. She'll be 25 this year. So she's 24. That was a lot. You guys probably didn't need to know that. Um, anyway, adult children, if, if we do a good job as parents of living out our purpose as best we can, our children will battle the same battles we battle. They will go to war over the same things we go to war for. And I think that's important to note because so many of us don't share our battles with our children and we don't live out a purpose for the Lord. And so our children grow up and, and do exactly what we want them to do. I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, if, if, you, if, you're, if you are a, a businessman or you're a chef, or you're a car salesman, well, your children will grow up watching you do those things. And, and the chances of them doing that are pretty, pretty high that they're going to follow in their, in their father's footsteps and their mother's footsteps. If I look at my adult children, I've got one, my 28-year-old, she is a teacher, um, and, and she's a very good teacher. She loves children, just like her mom. Uh, Mary Ruth is a youth pastor and a music pastor and is growing in that direction. So she's doing exactly what I do. Well, not exactly, but she's in the ministry. And then Elsie, sorry, Elsie, my, my one in college, she just, she just accepted a job at a church as well. And she's still in college. So I can look at my adult children and go, they're doing what I'm doing. But here's what I like about this is that, is that it says that my quiver, I am blessed when my quiver is full of children, but, but that they will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Okay, so what that's saying is that if my children grow up and they follow in my footsteps and I have lived my life with the intent of unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord watches over the city, unless the Lord does those things, if I have done that, if I have lived in that, that realm, my adult children will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Now, I think it's not necessarily talking about court like my kids are being sued or whatever, but the idea that, that my children, that our children will contend for what we contend for. In other words, they're going to battle what we battle for. But here's, here's the problem, right? Here's the problem with all of that is that when 
when my children are adults, I no longer have control over them. They make decisions that I don't necessarily like sometimes. Sometimes they make decisions that are amazing. But in the end, sometimes they don't make decisions that are, that are great. It is so important that I give them over to the Lord. In, in, the, in the Baptist church and, and even really even in our church, we do what's called a baby dedication. The baby dedication basically is the idea that you are dedicating your children to the Lord at a very young age. Um, for those that don't go to a Christian church, that would be like, like baby baptism, you know, infant baptism. But we're not really getting them into heaven. We're just saying we dedicate this child to the Lord. And, and so we do everything in our power to make sure that we are following the Lord in our house so that they see that, so that they experience that. But when they become adults, they begin to make their own decisions. And, and, and we cannot control that any more than we can control the wind. Our children, once they leave the house, they're going to make their own decisions. Here's what I have to do. I have to pray continually that they are seeking the Lord. Because you see, if they're seeking the Lord, if they're seeking out the Lord, if they're allowing the Lord to be a part and a head in their life, then even in their bad decisions, I can feel okay that they are seeking the Lord. I tell you all that to say this, to say that in today's day and age, and I am, I'm looking around and um, I am seeing the world that my adult children are now living in. It looks very different than my world that when I was young. I don't know that it looks a ton different, but it does look different. We've got um, a war in Ukraine that's causing more division in our country. Gas prices are at an all-time high, and they went up really fast. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but they went up really fast. And uh, and I was telling somebody the other day, I'm so I can't believe how um, you know I, I've I've said this before. I I really like new things, and so I went out and I bought a truck in August that is smaller, gets better gas mileage and is just a regular gasoline truck. And right now, um, I'm saving a dollar a gallon, plus I'm not using as much gas. I, you want to talk about just a God thing, because I, I did not want to do it. I was kind of against it. And then God just sort of was like, no, you need to do this. And I'm like, woohoo, look at me. So, but if you look at that, and you're, you're looking like, like my children, who, who don't make a lot of money, who are kind of at the beginning of their career, what is that price of gas doing to their budget? But I can't worry about that. I can't be concerned about that because I have to give them over to the Lord. You see, unless the Lord watches over the city, in other words, unless the Lord watches over my family, unless he's in control of what's happening in their lives, well, I can't do anything about that. I can't do anything about the fact that my daughter, who lives three hours away, gets up, gets in her car and drives places. I can't do a thing about, I can't control that. There is nothing I can do except forgive that to God. 
And so many times we riddle ourselves with worry over our adult children. I know people, I know so many people that riddle themselves with worry over their adult children. And they're always, you know, active in, in making sure they're okay and making sure this. And, and I love my kids. I love them so much, but I know I have to let them be, be controlled by the Lord. I can't, I can't be involved to the point that I, I don't let the Lord do it. And here's what I think is so funny is if you go back to Psalm 127, it says this, it says, in vain, you rise up early and in vain, you stay up late toiling for food to eat. So in the end, in Psalm 127, what it is, the reason I think I worry about my kids, the reason I think I worry about my kids, and I, I don't think I'm far off, is vanity. It's vanity. You know, I mean, if if my children are doing the right thing and living the right way and 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 successful, who I get to I get to sort of puff up a little bit. And let me tell you, God knows how to humble me. So I have to be very careful that my vanity, that me living in vain and not living unless the Lord can get me in trouble. And and is it possible? Could could cause me to see a really good decision my kids are making and it's a bad decision because I'm I'm in vain. I want to be, it's vanity that's driving this worry about my children. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Vanity will never work. Vanity is, a, is, is the exact opposite of unless the Lord. I think we have to do this with anything that we're doing. So let's get out of the adult children realm for a little bit. We've, we've talked about World War III um, a couple weeks ago, uh, and that's still there. But your job, your relationships, your, your everything, everything we have, unless the Lord is over them, we are living in vanity. And wow, we should not be doing that. Like God is so good, we should be living unless the Lord. So guys, look, here's what I'm gonna tell you is this. Everything you're doing, give it all to God. I know it's hard. Look, I've been trying for 40 years, almost 50 years now, 40, 40, 30, almost 40. I'm terrible at it, but I'm getting better. And I think if all of us would just give these things over to the Lord and not be in vanity, I, you know, even me talking about, I'm saving money on gas, that's vanity. That's vanity. God did that. God's raising the gas prices. I mean, I, I, I really do believe that God has that much control. If God, God is allowing this to happen for a reason, then I have to be willing to not be worried about my adult children, about my children that are at home, what I have to do is I have to give them up to God. So guys, listen, this week, um, next week, I'm I'm not gonna really, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about yet. There's, there's a lot going on and I wanna talk about a lot of things right now, but um, I wanted to get started because I think so many people, you know, even adult children think, you know, they worry about things and they worry about 
you know, all these, you know, they worry about their parents, you know, is there, is, is their is their dad okay? Is their mom okay? You know, I have parents that are 80 years old and sometimes I worry about them, but that's in vain. It's vanity that I worry about my parents because God's got them. My job has to be to serve and honor the Lord in everything that I do. And if I live out the, ter- the, the term, unless the Lord, I have a feeling that my worry and my anxiety will drop. So guys, here we go. Whatever you're doing this week, ask the question, unless the Lord is involved in this. So let's say driving down the road, somebody cuts you off. Unless the Lord is involved in my driving, I'm going to do something stupid. Unless the Lord is involved in my vehicle still being on the road, something bad could happen. This week, I want you to think that way. Next week, uh, we're going to be talking about something. I have a weird feeling it's going to have to do with, with, um, with how things are going um, overseas. I'm, I'm really watching that close. I'm watching how God is used. I'm listening to people go, God needs to get involved. God needs to do this. I, I, I don't, I think God is involved. And unless the Lord is over the hearts of these men, it's not going to get any better. Guys, listen, you can check me out on all of those places. Remember, go to my Facebook page, Like Unless the Lord, like Alan Getty. I'm going to start giving you information on my book. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I promise it'll get better if you keep listening. Send me questions. Is there something you want me to talk about? Check out my email, Alan Getty, A-L-A-N-G-E-D-D-E at gmail.com. I'm going to have a webpage up pretty soon called unless at unlessthelord.org. Uh, so, so send me a message, uh, send me a tweet at Alan Getty, send, whatever you want to do. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you want me to talk about. And I will definitely take time to talk about it. Have a great week guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Unless our father builds the house and shelters every city. Our work is done in vain.